I'm Andy. And I'm Jessica. And this is The Coop. You're listening to The Coop Homeschool Podcast. This is your podcast for community, humility, and joyful fun in homeschooling. This is episode 24, Homeschooling While Sick. Let's homeschool while we're sick. Yes. That sounds like so much fun. So fun. (laughs) So it's just a common uh, reality that we all experience that we have to homeschool when we're sick. Yeah. There's, There's no days off for us. Never. Unless you can get the, 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 the spouse to stay home that day. And go to a resort. Yeah. <laughs> I can stay home sick and have the spouse home and it's still not really <laughs> That's true. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. So first let's, uh, so we're going to talk about that, but yes. first let's do our scoop on the coop. Sounds good. Want me to go? Sure. <laughs> so um, we have been really working on our cursive, our penmanship. That's definitely been something that... You know, while I want to live this unschooler, wild and free kind of life, I do want to encourage good penmanship, and I definitely feel strongly that my children should learn cursive. You know, I think mm-hmm. there's a lot it's a life of skill. historical importance to learn yeah. cursive, you know. Um, and so my daughter had been somewhat reluctant to it, um, but I think it's just because it's challenging. Mm-hmm. You know, it's challenging, and you have to be very precise when you're doing cursive. It's mm. harder to be sloppy. And well, it's just naturally pretty, and it's naturally pretty, yeah. yeah. So, um, there was there used to be reluctance, and I feel like we kind of made this breakthrough, and so now she's enjoying it. And so, I'm seeing cursive all around the house, you know, and on every page now that she's writing on, she'll sign her name in cursive. And so, it's just really fun to see her not just doing it because I'm asking her to, but doing it because she's feeling her own joy in doing cursive. That's awesome, yeah. Yeah. Well, my scoop is that my church has gone back to offering Wednesday night youth group. Awesome. So they're doing a, a soccer academy and an art academy, and your child gets to choose which one they do. That's awesome. So my eldest chose soccer, and my younger two chose art. So I'm excited to see what that looks like. Um, the one teaching the art, she uh, majored in design at UCLA, oh, so I feel like they're in good hands. Yeah. And then I know she has some good volunteers to teach soccer, so... Um, yeah, so that'll be fun. My kids are super excited about it. That's awesome. Yeah. So let's get started on talking about how to homeschool when you're sick. Yes. So ideally, we can just say, kids, I'm sick today. Can you bring me my food? <laughs> can you um, massage my shoulders? Yes. And please close my door and don't come back in <laughs> until daddy comes home. Yes. And, you know, but I watch all my trashy TV. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to binge watch. Well, the office is not trashy, but I'm going to binge watch the office and you go play. Right. So, um, but there is an element of uh, goodness in that, right? Teach them to fend for themselves every once in a while, especially if their age is like five and over for sure. You know, they can handle their meals for the most part, their snacks, they can, um, you know, maybe get permission here and there to do things, but ultimately they could be the the king and queen of their own day. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But of course that's, um, in a utopian world. So let's talk about, uh, some activity. <laughs> <Reality>. Yeah. <laughs> so for most of us though, most, we need some activities in the home that they can do. And, yes. um, there's two categories of this, uh, same activities that you already do. Right. 
Um, and then there's a second category of different activities you can do yes. just because you're sick. Yep. So let's start off with the same activities. Okay. So we, in episode eight, talked about independent activities. Yeah. And so if you already have routinely built into your day or in your setup, like an art table or a Lego table or, you know, one of those things that we talk about, um, you know they can be occupied in that way. Yes. Um, you can even offer for them to open a cupboard that has some projects that you know they can play with, whether it's the marble maze or snap circuits or something sure. that they could still figure out on their own and that may not be uh, out all the time. Right. Um, But something that I think is helpful is if we have stuff in our routine already that is educational, that you can just say, go do that. Now, what do you have? Do you have anything that you can send at least your eight-year-old to? No, you can't send your two-and-a-half-year-old. I'll ask you about that later. But what do you do for your eight-year-old? We definitely have our kind of normal daily routine. And so we have it down pretty well. We've got our schoolwork that's like three subjects, and then um, I would tell her then you can read, and she'd go do that, or um, I would just tell her independent time, and for her, it's super exciting because she'll pull out her animal book and start referencing the next animal she wants to study, Um, so I'm lucky in that respect that she um, feels a lot of motivation to do things, or she can just sit and read for hours, so. Yeah, and now that our kids can read and write, that makes all the difference because yes. you could literally say, go do an animal study right. on your own. And not that we're never not needed, sure, but that can just be an independent day. Exactly. Um, so what do you do for the two-and-a-half-year-old when you're sick um, or even when he yeah. was younger? So, I mean, I don't think I gave my husband fair credit at the beginning when I was making a joke about uh, uh-huh. not being taken care of because <laughs> um, I think definitely while having a toddler – um, I, you have to be cared for, um, because I can't entertain him for 12 hours a day if Mm -hmm. I'm really sick. Right. So the last time I was really sick was, um, I think it was early March. Um, and I was like in bed in the bathroom, you know, Mm. couldn't go anywhere. And so I was like, I I can't. Maybe you had COVID. Uh, Yeah, I don't (laughs) think so, but I had something. (laughs) Um, and I was like not able to go to work. And so I think my husband took a day off of work to be able to stay home. So that was definitely a big help because there's really not easy ways to engage a two-year-old or to expect a two-year-old to be engaged independently. Right. Unless you're going to like stick them in front of the TV and still a movie is the longest that they could probably sit for. Right. Right. And I thought I'm lucky that my two-year-old can sit through all of Cars too. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. And now that he's seen it so many times, he doesn't. He wants to go into the playroom and grab something and then come back and watch Mm -hmm. a little bit more. And now he can say, I'm hungry. I want to eat. And so, and then with toddlers, you can't put them off. Right. If he's hungry now and he expects to eat, then you have a meltdown. Then you have a discipline issue. Yeah. What are you supposed to do when you're sick? You can't tell them to take a break. I'm taking a break from disciplining today. So you can't have a meltdown. Right. So one thing, and I'm sure you do this too, I, when I had littles, I had the oldest one in charge of the littlest one. Right. So they had, like, even when I came home with a baby, um, my, how old was he? Four and a half. He knew where all the yogurts were, the string cheeses, right. and he was in charge of taking care of his two-year-old sister. Right. And, um, and it, and it works for a little bit, yeah. you know, it gives you a little bit of break. Right. You know, and then, um. 
something that I used when I was nursing was I had a special bin sure. that they got to play with the stuff in that bin or unwrap a gift from that bin. It depending. Right. Uh, it was a very special yeah. bin. So, you know, come to think of it, that would have been a really good idea when I was sick to yeah. have a bin that they could only access. Right. So, so that's a go-to. That is a maybe good that's go-to. that's what you do with your gift bin. I just came up yeah. with that right now. I love it. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a little more of a challenge in my house because I felt like, I have to direct that often. Mm-hmm. And so it could just be the dynamic of um, personalities that oh, I yeah. have. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but my my eldest, I would have had to direct a lot at any age. So even oh, right. at eight years old, I would have had to like instruct her every time the little one came to me to ask for something. I would have had to ask her to stop what she's doing. And that's often not met with. Right. Well, she's had many years to be independent. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, stopping what she's doing to take care of someone isn't something that is um, high on her priorities right, list, right. which is fine. We need to learn that, right? right? So right. she needs to be taught that, so these are good moments. But right. if I'm home alone and yeah. I'm sick, that's really hard. You don't have the energy so to do that. And it's just easier sometimes to kind of just do the normal while I can, or you have to just beg, borrow, and steal anyone yeah. you can to come and entertain your two-year-old. Yeah, I have on here, call a friend. Yes, <laughs> highly recommend. Yeah. I did um, get my mother-in-law sick one time, though. Aww. Like, we had the flu when um, my oldest was a baby. Well, yeah, I mean, really, the spouse just needs to take it off. I mean, that's right. the decision you make when you homeschool, that when the the caregiver at home, the teacher at home, needs to have a day to her himself, right? the spouse has to come home if the kids right. are like under age five. Right. Now, I was just sick last Monday. Yes. Well, I, for four or five days, but it spanned the weekend, which was nice. So right. I had two days with help. And then um, that Monday, my husband worked from home. Yes. So then at least he could drive me to urgent care. And then, um, <laughs> and then um, the, the kids, like if they needed something, they could ask him for something. Right. So, so that was really nice. And that's with five and older, age six and older, actually. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's just kind of a a commitment you have to make as a homeschooling family that, that some of your husband's sick days are going to be caring for your kids. Right. Well, actually that leads me to a really interesting concept because, um, we wonder why sickness goes rampant through the schools and it's not necessarily because moms are sending sick children to school, which happens. Right. It's because moms are sending kids to school when she's sick. Oh yeah. So they're carriers. Right. Yeah. So even non-homeschool moms should be asking dad to come stay home, you know, and yeah. take care of the kids when, um, you know, because the kids shouldn't go to school if anyone in the house is Right. Sick. Well, now they've adopted that, right? If you've been exposed to someone with one kind of sickness, well, you can't yeah. go. It's still but, on the honor system. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> so other ideas for that would be like a sensory bin. Like, right. you know, my um, kids were rule followers from a very young age. So yeah. when they used a sensory bin, they knew nothing could come out. So I could put a sensory bin in front of them. Um, and then as they get older, you can do their, like you were mentioning your school. So right. I have, now I have math that has a math DVD. So I, I can, I had them do that on Monday when I was homesick and literally would throw up if I sat up. So I, I could just say, okay, the laptop's next to me and then they could do the DVD and then I can right. still help them with the work. Um, and I didn't take it off 
I didn't say, oh, no math today, because I thought, oh, this right. is a way to keep them occupied, actually, right. in a very enriching way, and I can do this while I'm laying here. Right. So there was no reason for me not to do that. Right. Your kids can play games. Um, you can have a, even a loop, like say, okay, you're going to do your math, and then you're going to do piano, and then you're going to play a game, and then you're going to loop it through, and instead of math, you'll do your other kind of workbook, right. and then piano, and then a game, you know, right. and get a second practice of piano in yeah. And you can just... Um, be looping them. There's individual games. There's group games. Um, and then, um, so there's just some new ideas I thought of. But yeah. I'm loving my bin, my special yes, sick bin. I love it. Um, okay, so those are s- some activities you can do that are already in your home. Sure, trying to make are, things as much the same as possible. Yeah. Right, yeah. And what was really nice, um, my husband on his lunch break on the day he stayed home last week, he was he did Latin and Bible with them oh, at lunchtime. Exactly. He told them to go do their piano. Yeah. And then when he got off work, that's when he did the read aloud. Yeah. So I'm like, you got, and then I did math with them. Right. They got an entire day. They got a full yeah. school day. And I'm like, wait, how, how did this work that I was in bed all day? And they got almost basically everything, right. you know, I mean, not science or whatever, but I don't hit the subjects every day anyway. Right. So it doesn't. Okay. So now let's go on to the next category, different activities. So I was thinking of sometimes you can treat a sick day as like a special day for them. Right. So um, I'll give an example for me. So there was a um, KonMari show, the, the Joy of Tidying Up. Yes. And there were like six episodes. And so one time when I was sick, I was like, okay, kiddos, you're going to learn how to purge. And I remember this. <laughs> so come in. So they sat on my bed and we, we binge watched all the episodes. They loved it. They even wanted to repeat some episodes. And then I said, okay, go do it. And they were motivated. Right. I said, fill up, you know, two bags. I'll pay you five bucks per bag. Right. Fill it up to the brim. And, you know, those, you know, Trader Joe bags. Right. They filled them up, you know. Awesome. There was our school day. And then, you know, husband comes home within an hour or two. And so that's like an example of like a special day where they still learn something. They learned a life skill. Yeah. But I didn't have to do it. Right. Do you have any, any, any ideas or anything you've done like that? Um... Uh, not so much. It would just be an entire day of independent. It would be, I'm not even going to police, right. You know, requesting the math book come out today. Right. Um, and again, the same rules apply for the toddler. So I think, you know, for me in my house with having one who's older and one who's way younger, you know, it's it's just a little bit harder. Yeah. Yeah. So, and and she's motivated differently. Yeah, totally. You know, so if for her and I, it would be easy. We, when it was just her, we would watch movies. Yeah. And that was easy peasy. Yeah. And then she would play. And that's a special treat. Right. Yeah. Um, but now with the two of them, it's hard to find the right movie that either both of them want to watch or one would watch and it would be appropriate. For, so yeah, it's yeah, just tough, tough to find the compromise. So yeah. we're just in that, a, a short phase of it being difficult to find common ground for the two of them. And then soon enough, she'll be 13 and he'll be seven yeah. and it'll be way different. Oh, totally. You know, yeah. she can totally be independent if she wants to oh yeah you know and he's old enough to watch different things and yeah, yeah. well yeah I mean you know my kids are happy a couple of my kids are super happy to do like something right. virtually right so like and we mentioned that in the blog and previous pod like a virtual play day is a right. really fun thing but if someone's doing if someone wants to do like an out school class or something you know um 
that would be a cool thing if you had that totally. at your fingertips. And right. Grab the watercolors on a YouTube. And, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The how-to, the art um, art hub, I think it's called, mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, so also, uh, at, besides the TV series, um, there's documentaries that you oh, can yes. watch with them and then discuss with them. Yep. And so I was thinking, when I was thinking about talking about this for the podcast, I was like, okay, when I was a traditional school teacher, I had to have lesson plans and substitute plans ready for if I had to call in sick. Why have I not done that for myself? Right. And, and make it, you know, have a certain, like, I could even make an activity book or right. have a special workbook that comes out that goes with a particular documentary. That's cool too. I could have all that right. ready to go. And then when I am sick... If it's within the year of that of me doing that, and I know they're still interested in it, that's when I pull right. that out. I could probably do so something. So that's what you put in the sick bin. Yeah, you that's put what all I put of this, that yeah. in the sick bin. You put like the novelty items, the gift, yeah. you know, like the fun yeah. new things. I could have even pre wrap it like a like a Lego kit. My kids will spend like hours doing right. a Lego kit. I could. Wrap right. a Lego kit and put it in there. See, I'm like a year away from my little guy. Yeah, I know. Being yeah. ready for that. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But you're getting I'm there. liking it. Now I've got some great ideas. Yeah, yeah. So um, my husband is working from home indefinitely. So yeah, I kind of always have that built-in backup. Yeah, that's now nice. he doesn't yeah. even necessarily need to take the day off. Like your husband was able right. to work from home and still right. be really helpful well, to yeah, you. Yeah, because his he could yeah. do his meetings on Zoom, and right. the kids knew not to interrupt. And, right. Um, and then on his lunch, he was like, he I took it upon himself. Yeah. Like, I didn't even say, go, can you teach them something right. today? We have good hubby. Yeah. yeah. He just automatically wanted to do that, right. you know. I think it's been fun for my hubby being home, seeing the process of doing school and kind of seeing that, like, okay, well, we don't have school time, yeah. but we get it done. And so, like, I could see him being able to to step in and do that if oh, I totally. was out for a day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and he would bask in it. He would right. love it. Yeah. So, all right. So those are some um, ideas of how to handle being sick. It's yep. something we all go through. And so let's do our joys. Sounds good. Um, my joy is that um, we kicked off Nutcracker. Um, we got all the parts out. Parts were assigned. And so my daughter got her part. And she's super excited because she gets to be a candy cane Delicious. With, her, yeah, with her cousin. And so, you know, each year they get a new part until they get to be about 11, 12, and they start maybe repeating some parts because, you know, you kind of get stuck before you get more advanced. And then um, it's just fun that they get to do it together. And it, um, it's so cool. Yeah, so Nutcracker's underway. And yeah, it's just really fun to, to have that season and that special time because that's just something my daughter and I have. And now we share it with the cousins. So yeah. Super cool. That's awesome. Well, I like that um, what's been bringing me joy just more recently is my younger two kids have been playing together more. So usually it was the older two and the youngest was usually just tagging along, trying to keep up. And now, and I kept saying, I know it's going to change. I know it's going to change. Like, I know... The girls will eventually connect right. more over what they like and what natural they play with. Natural interests. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. your older two don't actually have a lot of natural interests in common. They don't. Yeah. yeah. So with my older two do their art videos, but now it's like distinct things that they do together. And then right. they all play games together. Sure. But I'm definitely seeing now a more balance um, amongst the siblings, which brings me joy because there's less of the pain and suffering of my youngest right. coming to me saying, you know, they don't want to play with me. Now, there's still the fighting and the screaming and all that. Never goes away. Oh, 
<laughs> but um, but uh, I think that's because they are hanging out more right. and they are caring more about each other. And so what they do matter to each other more. Yeah, so it hurts. that's, that's uh, my joy. Awesome. All right. So that was homeschooling when you're sick. Mm-hmm.